Lindsay, it's good to hang out with you today yeah. on these, in your basement. In my basement. Changed basement locations. Yes. <laughs> I like it. it. It's good that we're in two different basements. And I love the chairs. They're a little like bit it. shorter. They are my childhood chairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's all good. Yes. So, yeah, I think it's really good that we have a chance to sit down, have a conversation. Looking forward yeah. to to the, have the, the chance to interview you today, oh, which is well, super yes. fun. Very exciting. <laughs> Learning about the Enneagram or the mm-hmm. Enneagram, yes. as some will call it. Yes. But, yeah, before we get into that... <laughs> Yeah, I think it'd be good just to kind of chat about what things that we've been noticing within Renew recently. Yeah, it's been a good season since we last recorded, I feel like. Um, and we've gone through Vision Sunday and we've unpacked all kind of four of our tenets of in, out, up, and with. Um, yeah, and that we've had great series on that, I feel like. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it, it feels like it's been a really... F- we also have a special guest here. Yes. <laughs> Story is here. She's two. <laughs> you may hear her chatting. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. She'll have some good things to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like even in the season, I mean, uh, the the ladies who went on retreat, they yes. they came back, most of them with their hair on fire. Yeah, it's exciting. Which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of conversation right now around the Enneagram. I was in Miami for a wedding and I felt <laughs> like every time we sat down to eat with the Mangums and other and um, and Freed and others who were kind of around the table. It was most of the conversation. And my wife, most of the conversation was around Enneagram. So yeah. that was super exciting. Yeah. And speaking of, I mean, our book club did that. But I think it was really cool that even people who couldn't come to the book club read the book. Oh, yeah. Too. So I've been having offshoot conversations <laughs> about it as well, which is fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, too, one of the things that I've been noticing is I, I feel like I've heard three or four stories in the last month about people experiencing healing. Like That's em- amazing. Like emotional healing. Yeah. Um, even some like some like physical things that just seem to be happening where mm-hmm. people are really sensing God's presence. And and I would say the other thing that's probably worth noting is the way that in the last uh I think just the last gathering, we gathered around the table to pray. We do mm-hmm. it every single Sunday to mm-hmm. pray before gathering. And I think the fact that we've had a sort of three-pronged prayer approach uh, as a community in the mm-hmm. last two months, uh, we asked that the Spirit would would fall and renew. And it was just such a powerful moment to pray with a diverse group of people that had roles to play in the, in yeah. the gathering that particular day. But I remember, and you've really helped me think about <laughs> this. Thank you, Lindsay. But, you know, the Spirit's already present and it's yeah. just more like, God, wake us up to that. Yes. Yeah. But Rick Vasso prayed, Lord, um, because it was pouring. Like it was raining so hard on our tin roof. (laughs) And you know, the acoustics in the in the gymnasium, I mean, it might as well be a cathedral with how good those acoustics (laughs) are. Right. It was definitely planned with that in mind. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They were thinking a church will probably meet in here someday. Um, but with it pouring down rain and just hearing that and kind of praying into what we're hearing in terms of the rain. And then Rick Vasso prayed, Lord, help us, help us to put our umbrellas down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that is such, that was such a shaping prayer for yeah. me. I was like, Lord, yeah. yeah, help me put my umbrella down. Like, I don't want to be yeah. protected by your rain. I right. want to just drench in it, dance playing in it, it yeah. dancing mm-hmm. it, sit in it. <laughs> you know, slide in it. It made right. me, made me think about my youth pastor days. We, on the, we had a, we were up at this like music festival with a bunch of kids and it poured. Oh, I mean, like just I can poured the mud. And so we had like for maybe an hour, 
all the students, all the leaders were literally belly sliding down oh, this hill fine. in the rain. <laughs> and until it was really fun as well, everyone hopped in the showers and everyone was all like chopped oh, up from no. everything. Yeah. But <laughs> I just thought like, that's what that looks like. And Man. it was just so, so yeah. good. We'd love to hear more just about how people are experiencing the Holy Spirit in this season and send you must, the first <laughs> two people to send Lindsay and I an email Ooh. will win some kind of really cool prize. A prize. A prize. How fun. Yeah. Maybe they can babysit our kids. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. Just maybe kidding. we'll babysit their kids. <laughs> we'll babysit your kids. Um, or if you don't have kids, something, we'll do something really fun. So yeah. How about a backyard beans gift card? You know, now you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> talking my language. Yeah. Said, unless you're Caleb Mangum, who's like, how about a nutty novelty? Oh, maybe he'll donate something. <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> so, Lindsay, you just finished up a book study. Yeah, we wrapped up. Um, it felt quick. Uh, it was just a four-week study on um, The Road Back to You, which is an Enneagram book. Um, it's kind of a, a primer. Like it's uh, the basics, but it was good. It was a good book. So for those of us that are listening or going to listen, and <laughs> we Enneagram is, I feel like it's it's a word that people hear a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some like fear or weirdness. It's or not like what, a pagan cult, I promise. Are you sure? Because <laughs> sure. I hear people saying ones and threes right? and fives and not, you know, mud. Um, so it's, it's more than a personality typing system, which is what you may have heard about it. But um, it dives deeper into our motivations and why we do things um, and not just that we do them. Um, so a lot of people can do the same thing. Um, but their reason behind why they've done it is what the core of the Enneagram is about. Mm-hmm. So tell us a bit, a bit about like your vision behind this study. <laughs> like what were you hoping for? Yeah. So it's my second time doing a book study. Um, last year we did, uh, Bob Goff's everybody always, which was really fun. Um, and I kind of just started it because I started reading the book and just wanted to read it with friends and dive into it a little deeper and, and get people's <laughs> impressions on the book. Um, so, and then that crew just wanted to keep going. Um, and so we, I've, you know, I've wanted to dive deeper into the Enneagram cause I really enjoy learning about my type and I found the benefits in finding, um, or learning more about Michael's type, my husband. Um, but I wanted to learn more and like, I'm the type that <laughs> doesn't, uh, I've, I've read about my type and studied Michael's, but not anybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, this is what's useful for me. But I've also found now reading through the whole book, it's so neat to know about all the other types, too. Um, and so I needed the um, accountability of a group to actually read through the mm. whole book. <laughs> mm. That's good. And, you know, I love the church and I love, you know, Big C, Little C. I love Renew. But like I wanted something that was also going to include people outside of the church. Um, and so I put this out on my Facebook page, my Instagram, just to any local friends who wanted to get involved. And I think our group was about 12 people and six of which were from Renew and six were not. So that I was really love neat. That. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? I mean, I think some people might think, oh, is that scary? Like, is that, were you afraid? And it's like, if you know, Lindsay, no, she was, it's like <laughs> it the was, more the merrier. You know, it's a little, um, it makes you think about what you're going to say. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I wasn't, um, sneaky about it, but I didn't like say that the book is written from a Christian perspective. Um, when I put it out on Facebook, I just said, this is about the Enneagram. And there are lots of people who are not Christians who are interested in the Enneagram. And there are people who are Christians. It is, it does have 
mystical Christian roots. Um, if that's a weird word, don't be scared of the word mystical. It's not that scary. Um, oh, <laughs> that's the play kitchen. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we're we're okay. We didn't we didn't fall over. Um, yeah. So it's it's not as scary as it seems. But anyway, um, yeah, it just takes a confidence. I feel like to do your own thing and let people like it or not like it. And I think with the last, well, with both book studies, I had people sign up and bought the book and started reading it and said, no, nah, it's not my thing and didn't come. Um, and that's fine. I think you have to be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how you're using, I mean, I think no matter what circle I'm in, you mention personality types and things like that, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, it's people are talking about this yeah, kind of stuff it's true. all over the it's place. True. Yeah. So it feels like it's a really good gospel on ramp to kind yeah. of begin to talk about yeah. how we're made and and God and right. all that kind of stuff. So that's, yeah. that's, I love the vision behind that. Oh, so what, I mean, so first of all, I mean, do you feel like talking about your number? Oh, and, sure. and yeah. So <laughs> tell us like what you learned about yourself and, and your husband too. Yeah. Um, so I'm a seven, which is, um, traditionally called the enthusiast. So, you know, I think every number has its good and bad qualities. Um, a lot of people paint the seven as like happy go lucky all the time and um, just full of happiness, which is true. Um, but, you know, we have our hard our hard moments and like it's hard. We're not we it's hard to be tied down. It's hard to make commitments. And um, yeah, it's I don't know. So there's good and bad in every number, I feel like. And I it's been interesting to um, learn that about every number. I feel like, like everybody loves the two, which is the helper because they're always there to help you, but they have their own dark side too. Um, are you, are you too? You I'm think you're too? Sure. Yeah. I'm still not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> so yeah. And then Michael's a three, which is the achiever. And it's been really great for us to learn how we can positively and negatively, um, play off each other. And so he'll, um, shoot out an idea. And if, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Let's do it. That's fun. And, but it's not always healthy for us to just run with every harebrained idea that either of us has. <laughs> so we've learned to kind of like balance each other in that way. And yeah, so it's great relationally and it's, um, yeah, it's just been really fun in that way too. Um, and then <laughs> our last book club was my number, um, as we went through the book, my number was last and I was the only seven in our group. Oh, interesting. So the last book club was kind of a bit of a therapy session for me. <laughs> uh, um, and I learned a lot about myself, which I would recommend people do. Um, but you know, before your funeral, before, like find out what people think about you. Huh. <laughs> um, I learned that I am not great at sitting with people when they are having hard feelings. Um, one of the girls from my mops group, bless her heart. I mean, in, in the sweetest way, but she, <laughs> Um, she was like, you, or I was crying and having a really hard time. And you asked me to do a craft. And like, in my mind, I was like, yeah, like just let's do something to get past this feeling. And she needed to feel all of her feelings where I am the one to run away from all my feelings. Right. So it was, it was, it's been eye opening for me and how I relate to others and like, okay, just let people you don't always have to fix their feelings. Sometimes right. they just want to feel and that's okay. <laughs> so even noticing like it's helped you have more grace for yourself and yeah. for others yeah. as well. Yeah. Wow. And I think one of the big things is realizing that we're all made differently and that's okay. Hmm. Um, we don't have to fall into a mold or form ourselves into a mold that we're not fitting into. It's a God made us all different. Hmm. 
And like we, yeah, we see that from the outside, but our insides are the same way too. And he's Mm -hmm. not, I think, you know, we, we strive after being like Christ, but that still doesn't mean we're all going to conform into one personality. Um, We can, we are still unique individuals and being like Christ doesn't mean we're all going to be the same. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like we're the same kind of different, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that has, that sounds really vulnerable. I feel like in, (laughs) in some ways I know. I know that vulnerability can be kind of scary, especially when it's yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. that that is really I think that's a, I feel like that's an important journey that we need to make. Yeah. You yeah. Know, when we learn about how God wired us, how we're made, mm-hmm. what things really work well, what things mm-hmm. don't work well. That's yeah. that's just important yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest like either aha moment <laughs> or like uh oh moment? Um one of the men in our group, I'll let you all figure out who that was. There was two. <laughs> One was my husband. And it was not him. Uh, <laughs> um, cannot could not decide what number he was. It's just still we still laugh about it this to this day. So uh, he can't decide what number he is, and he just doesn't know. But huh. that was just made us all laugh. Um, aha moments. I think we had a bunch of people figure out or say like, "Oh, that's why I do that," huh. without realizing it, or. Um, oh, when I do that, I'm really avoiding this, A, B, or C, you know? And it's, mm. um, it was eye-opening, yeah, I think for a lot of people to really realize why they do the things they do. Mm-hmm. Or that, like, a, a type one has a really strong inner critic. And to find out that everybody doesn't have that voice in their head was, I think, painful, but then also healing that they don't have to live with that voice in their head either. Wow. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> huge. I f- well, I, I think in some ways it, that's probably the gift when you actually have a deep dive into your personality with other personalities present because it's like all of a sudden you're like wait none of you experienced that i thought i was you all experienced that too i thought i was the only one i think there were also things where we say like oh i do this because i'm a five and everyone else is like no i do that too that's not because you're a five and so you're just a jerk (laughs) (laughs) some things are just human things that we all do and Mm -hmm. that's fine Mm -hmm. but there yeah there are some things you do because of your number but Mm -hmm. um it was interesting and eye-opening to be like oh so we're the same in that way but we're different in this way and that's okay (laughs) so you mentioned earlier like sort of the, it also helps you see sort of the dark side or like the shadow yeah. side of things. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. What, what was that like? I don't want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a seven. Um, no, so but, yours is avoiding. Of, right? no, I'm just kidding. No, it made me realize that I don't know how to feel my dark feelings mm. or well, yeah, I, I don't. And sometimes I'm not even sure if I have them, which then I'm like, is that even healthy? Like, <laughs> uh, it's, it doesn't feel okay to just flatline at a happy place. Like, cause you need the contrast to feel sad, to feel true, happy. You have to feel true, sad too. And so I've been exploring that, um, in prayer and talking to Michael and that kind of stuff. Like, how do I learn to feel that? So I can get, cause like a black and white picture that has no contrast. There's nothing, you can't see anything. It's all gray. And so I don't want to just fool myself in the, like, I'm happy and that's fine. You know? Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's that. And like, there's, you know, um, like for threes, their dark side is that they're, they could be manipulative because they know how to read a room and they know how to change themselves yeah. to fit into that room. And then they're not being their authentic selves. And yeah. twos sometimes help people just so that other people will then see them as the good person and then want to help them back. So it's like, you owe me one. Right. So every number has, you know, uh, the, the book goes through the deadly sins as well, which is almost differently different. But like for the seven is gluttony. So like, I just will 
take in all the fun experiences or all spend all my money or drink all the drinks or all, you know, and like I have don't have good moderation. Hmm. Uh, so <laughs> everybody's different. In yeah. That. And, but yeah, there is a dark side to each number, just like there's dark side to all of us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, and I think even, even that's helpful because it, it gives us even more opportunities to experience grace and to see the ways in which God's at work and to trust mm-hmm. that we're not all made in this. We're not all made in this like, Oh, it, good luck with life. Everything's right. going to be fine. Right. You know? Yeah. So the other thing that I was thinking is, you know, you mentioned the dark side, you mentioned taking some things into prayer to try to figure Mm. out like, what does it look like to feel some of those harder Mm -hmm. emotions? And I see you have a Thomas Merton book. I do. Um, Um, I haven't dove into the whole book yet, but a friend um, read a quote out of here and I stole it and (laughs) used it for our, um, our last, let me find it. Uh, yeah, our last meeting, because, um, you know, we got we're this is all basically about identity. Um, and that word used to trip me up a lot because I thought identity was what I did. Um, and when I find my identity in Christ, it's the rest of my personality doesn't really matter. Like if I am his and in Christ and all that, then what I do doesn't really matter. Um and so this really kind of spoke to that. And this is Thomas Merton's words, who is a, he's a monk, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just a thinker overall. So he says, a tree gives glory to God by being a tree. For in being what God means it to be, it is obeying him. It consents, so to speak, to his creative love. It is expressing an idea which is in God and which is not distinct from the essence of God. And therefore, a tree imitates God by being a tree. Um, and so at a event we were at, um, I got thinking about this and like, what if we took out tree and put my name in there? Mm. So what if I say, Lindsay gives glory to God by being Lindsay. Mm. It's not. And Doug gives glory to God by being Doug. Cause he, we are made in his essence and by his creative love. And that's what it's about. Mm. You know, it's not about, I'm not sp- supposed to be trying to be you and you're not supposed to be trying to be me and we're not supposed to be comparing each other. Mm. But like getting to know who God made us to be through Enneagram or f- through some other type yeah. of test or whatever is beneficial because we're learning who God made us to be. Yeah. Oh, man. That's all right. So two <laughs> two thoughts come to mind. The first thought is one of my heroes, a guy by the name of Mike Iaconelli, said the greatest sin that the church in North America struggles with runs headlong into is the sin of comparison. Yeah. Oh, we compare sure. what we know to be true to ourselves to what we don't know to be true about someone else. Right. And so we just yeah. think that they're perfect and they have right. it all together. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the first thing that absolutely, <laughs> I think there's something. And then the second thing is, is community. One of my professors, a guy by the name of Dr. Bruner, said one of the biggest blessings of a community that a community has is that they're a mirror mm. and they help you see mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. And I think to not be afraid of that, mm-hmm. but also to embrace that. And and I mean, I think about the importance of, you know, hard words from a friend heal. And, yeah. and there's like, it, it actually makes us better people. And some, sure. of, some of the most shaping moments in my life have been some of the hardest mm-hmm. moments of my life because God just shows up there in the truth. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah. what's next for you? I mean, yeah. So, uh, a bunch of the people from the group want to do it again. So we're on the hunt for the next book and see what happens. We're 
thinking maybe January. Okay. Uh, and I like to keep them short. I don't like to be <laughs> hemmed in for too long <laughs> with commitments. It's your seven. That's my sevenness. I learned that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so we like to keep them short. And if you want to join or if you have a book idea, let us know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one last. Uh, so another question is you also just recently, you and Michael went away for a, re- for a creative retreat yeah. recently. Can you talk a little bit about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Um, it was fun. It's with this uh, organization called The Breath and the Clay and a smaller organization in Frederick, Maryland uh, called The Well, which is that well, they're both creative communities inside the bubble of faith. Well, some, everybody's going to bristle at how we describe this, but <laughs> <laughs> artists don't like being called Christians. Christians don't like being called artists. It's a whole thing, Yeah, okay. uh, which they're all trying to unpack. But they're artists of faith. Yeah. Story wants candy, oh, uh, which I did bribe her with to do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got to spend time with some friends I've made through that community and listen to some good thinkers and just explore um, what I think God is speaking through the artist community to the church. Mm, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. 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 Story, do you have anything you'd like to add? Who's, talk? You want to tell us about your shirt? Who's your shirt? Who's your shirt from? Nice. (laughs) Very nice. Well, Story and Lindsay, thank you guys for being here today. Well, thank you for allowing me to come here today (laughs) and to hang out. And yeah. yeah. For our last question, Doug, how are you seeing God in the in-between? Oh, that's a great question, Lindsay. I, to be, to be really honest, I feel like I'm seeing God all over the place right now. It's almost like, um, I feel like if you were to look at one of those old, uh, I can't remember the name of the, of the, the toy, but you would put out like you'd put all these little pegs and they glow. Oh, um, light bright. Light bright. Yeah. I feel like right now, right now my life is like a light bright mm. and there's all these different places lighting up. Oh, cool. But the one that sticks out to me is, um, I've been practicing, uh, anywhere from either noon or, or early in the morning or late at night. But one of my times of prayer, uh, over the last few weeks has been to prayer walk and to pray for our community. Mm. And I was on the block of Cannon and Susquehanna, you know, praying for houses and people in houses. And I just felt like the spirit just broke in and I just began to pray for renewal in our, Mm -hmm. in Lansdale, Mm -hmm. um, specifically at like just this heavy burden for, um, marriages, Mm -hmm. uh, that look really good on the outside, but are Mm -hmm. just deeply broken and hurting on the inside, um, praying for broken relationships, praying for, yeah, just restoration in all mm. sorts of different spaces. Mm. So that was a real, I feel like the Lord's really challenging me to also pray for his spirit to fall on Lansdale, mm. not just our church, yeah. but, but what would that look like yeah. to just have the Lord run wild? So yeah. I love that. Yeah. How Very about you? Cool. Hmm. I should have been thinking about this. <laughs> I knew this question was coming. <laughs> um, I think for me, like through the whole book club and everything, um, yeah, I think I felt somewhat of a freedom. Uh, I've seen God at work just giving me freedom to be myself and not comparing myself to others. Um, and while like that doesn't mean I can run wild 
with every, you know, um, I mean, it, it means that there's still, that I'm still a work in progress and I'm not perfect, huh. but I can be myself. Yeah. Um, and I don't need to try and fit some archetype of what I feel like a woman should be or a mother should be or an artist should be like none of those. I can be myself. You're Lindsay. Exactly. Yeah. Be, be a Lindsay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm feeling freedom in that, which has been really neat. Mm. Yeah. That's so cool. That's how I'm seeing God right now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, the good news is, is that the in-between is done taking breaks. And yes. so we'll be <laughs> back in action here over the next few weeks. We're looking yeah. forward to some of the really good conversations that we have. Um, yeah. So we'll see you soon. See you around.